the word of God this morning. Thank you, Brother Boaz, for reading all six uh, verses in Psalms 23. Amen. 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 Thank you, my brother. He read it for your reading so well. Let us pray that we may hear what thus saith the Lord. God, we thank you today, and we give you glory. God, I desire today that you be lifted high, that all the world may see you, that they may come into a saving relationship with you today, God. So, Lord, we surrender this time to you in the precious name of Jesus. We ask that you visit us in this place. We ask that you touch us individually and collectively as the body of Christ. We ask, God, that you go out and touch uh, uh, Facebook Live and those on YouTube, God, that they may be drawn to you today by the word of God. God, we thank you for this opportunity of life, health, and strength that you have given us by your grace and by your mercy. So we thank you today, God. We ask, God, that you have your way in this place. You touch these people, and you touch me, this preacher, that I may decrease and you increase, that you be glorified and lifted up. And what we'll do even in the midst, even before things are said and done, hallelujah, we'll give you praise, adoration, and thanksgiving. Ah, because you've been so good to us in spite of us. So today, God, we come to let loose and let go and let God have his way in our hearts and in our minds. God, it's been a rough week, God. But we come to start the week, giving you the glory you deserve, the honor that is due to you as we hear from you. So again, we thank you and we honor you for us in the precious, my God, prestigious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, the name whereby men may be saved, that we pray, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. If you agree, say amen. Amen. And amen, 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 amen. Once again, we're in Psalms 23 for our reading this morning and our teaching and preaching, looking at verses 1 through 6. Again, thank you, Brother Boaz, for your service. As we prepare to give God thanks for family members, friends, and the food we're about to receive on Thanksgiving, which is four days away. We do so this year with a dilemma, an issue, a serious situation at hand that has caused the preparation of Thanksgiving of 2021 to be like none ever before due to the products and supplies we need sitting on cargo ships off the coast of California instead of sitting on the shelves that lay bare at the stores we are accustomed to carrying the things we need to make our Thanksgiving special. Yes, the things we need to take our Thanksgiving dinner 
to another level this year is hard to come by due to America's broken supply chain, which has caused a lack of products, goods, and merchandise being distributed to our local stores, of which we need as Americans that our Thanksgiving dinner lack, uh, uh, not lack the delicious flavors to be savored by all those in attendance. You see, the honey and brown sugar we need to drizzle over the spiral ham is hard to come by this year. The nutmeg we need to add that extra something special to our sweet potato pies is hard to find this year. The secret seasoning we need to give our turkey that tantalizing taste is obsolete this year. Yes, this Thanksgiving, we as Americans find ourselves not having access to what we need to help make our Thanksgiving dinner be memorable like in times past. But if we as Americans, who eat more than needed, take our focus off the things we need to give our food that extra added punch, and take a minute to focus on the state of our nation, country, and our fellow man, we will see that our needs far exceed what, what's not on the shelves. For we live in a time where we as Americans need relationships that promote healthy lifestyles. We need provisions for those in need of affordable health care and affordable housing. We need peace in our neighborhoods overrun with gun violence. We need resources for the reform once they exit the prison system. We need leaders who will lead with integrity and humility. We need a justice system that's fair to all and for all. See, it's crystal clear by the track record of mankind that what we need, mankind uh, finds it difficult to produce. Therefore, we need a, a, what, what can only come from a supernatural source that has the power to deliver exactly what we need. And I believe through the reading and studying of scripture, it is a shepherd by the name of Jesus Christ who declares himself to be a good shepherd that loves, knows, cares for, and is willing to give his life for the sheep he shepherds. See, we need a shepherd like Jesus Christ today. You see, the same shepherd that was purposeful in the Old Testament and a powerhouse in the New Testament is the same type of shepherd we need today. Family, I believe it's safe to say we need a shepherd. But in order for mankind to tap into what the shepherd supplies to fulfill and address the needs of what we are lacking, we must be willing to submit to being or becoming sheep. Now that may be hard for many of us to sign off on 
and accept. Because if you are familiar with sheep, you know that they aren't the smartest of animals. But we are, for we are recipients of degrees, diplomas, and certificates of excellence from schools of higher learning. Uh, We are book smart, uh, computer savvy, scholastic in social media, as well as street smart. We are a bunch of smarties. I'm reminded of the story of the little girl in elementary school who was struggling in math. So her teacher decided to encourage her and build her confidence up by giving the little girl a simple math word problem. The teacher asked the little girl, if Jaden had two nickels, uh, two quarters and one dime, how much money would Jaden have? The little girl began to think, y'all. She, uh, you could see her mental wheels turning. And once she figured out the answer, uh, she stood up with boldness and said, the answer is Jaden's broke. You see, this little girl was struggling in math, but she was smart enough to know that 70 cents wasn't worth too much. You see, we as human beings are smart and intelligent creatures, and because of that, it's hard uh, for us to see ourselves as sheep in need of a shepherd. But sheep are also known to be timid, weak, and fearful. Uh, But not us, for we may reside in the first state of Delaware today, but there are many of us who grow up in the streets of Philadelphia, uh, uh, New York, uh, Jersey City, Chester, and Maryland, where you had to be strong, fearless, and know how to fight. Amen? I see some fighters in the congregation this morning. So being identified as a timid and fearful sheep causes a problem for us. But truthfully, that's where the problem lies. For we have become so prideful, arrogant, and title-driven as a society that we fail to see ourselves as the Lord sees us. Come on, I know you're a CEO, but you're still a sheep. I know you're a bishop, uh, presiding over a plethora of churches, but you're still a sheep. I know a a professor of literary arts at an Ivy League university, but you're still a sheep. I know you're popular in your community and even on your job, but you're still a sheep in need of a shepherd to lead God correct inspect and discipline you that you can become a greater disciple for the kingdom of God. But it will take us submitting to the fact we are sheep. And when we do, we will see that we are in some great company. For here in Psalms 23, one of the most popular psalms within the Holy Writ, David, the king of Israel, Uh, David, a mighty man of valor, shows us that he was more than willing to submit to being a sheep in need of a shepherd. And if it's good enough for King David, a man after God's own heart, it should be good enough for 
you and I. And as we venture through the, this 23rd Psalm, David will reveal to us what kind of shepherd we need by what the shepherd supplies for his sheep. Are you with me this morning? But let's look first at David's submission to being a sheep who needs a shepherd in verse 1. For the Bible says, and David says, the Lord is my shepherd. See, David, who is a king with king-sized benefits, declares to you and I and the Lord that he is willing to surrender to being classified as a sheep by way of acknowledging that the Lord is his shepherd. Well, you today, like David, in spite of your economic status, position or title, be willing to acknowledge that the Lord is your shepherd. See, if the answer is yes, I heard somebody say yes, you, like King David, have shown a willingness to surrender to being classified, called, and labeled as a sheep in need of a shepherd, a shepherd that longs to shepherd you through life's ups and downs, life's good days and life's bad days, life's successes and life's failures, that you may become a sheep that stands as a soldier for the Savior. Hallelujah. But it doesn't stop there. David goes on and says uh, uh, that, that, that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, if you look closely at the text, you will see that David reveals to us what the shepherd is able to supply according to David's need as a sheep, which is a personal relationship. David reveals this when he uses the words, the Lord is my shepherd. You see, the word my in the text voiced by King David signifies a personal connection, a, a personal interaction, a personal exchange, a personal relationship with the Lord who is his shepherd. You see, just like the apostle Paul wasn't ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, King David is not ashamed to share with us. He is in need of a shepherd that is open to a personal relationship with his sheep. And, and he was blessed to experience that in his life. And we can too as the sheep of the good shepherd, Jesus Christ. For it's recorded in John chapter 10, verse 14, that Jesus, the good shepherd, is open to a personal relationship with his sheep by way of personally knowing his sheep that his sheep may know him. Hallelujah. It says, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and I am known by my own. Oh, my God. That sounds like a shepherd that is open to having a personal relationship with his sheep. Are you a sheep this morning? If you are, say bad. Hallelujah. And that's great news today for, I don't know about you, but I don't need a shepherd that is too busy to answer my personal calls uh, when I need him and, and, and help me to make it through the challenges in life. I, I don't need a shepherd that I can't text when I need him. And he returns my text, telling me to stand strong in the midst of adversity. But I need and we need a shepherd that's personally connected to us 
that he knows all about our struggles, our setbacks, and even our sins. Uh, and, and when we repent of our sins, our shepherd lovingly leads and guides us back to where we need to be in our Christian experience. You know you're in a Christian experience when you're with Jesus Christ, your shepherd, right? Hallelujah. We need a shepherd, y'all, that is open to a personal relationship. But the question this morning is, are you open to a personal relationship with Jesus? That means you're open to surrendering. That means you're open to submitting. That means you're open to be transparent with the God of your salvation. Are you open to a personal relationship with the shepherd? Hallelujah. But we also need a shepherd that can provide our every need. Amen. Because as sheep, we have some special and specific needs that only the shepherd can provide. See, David lets it be known that the shepherd he serves is able to do just that. For David says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The NIV version says, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing, my God. You see, shepherds in the days of old, made sure that the sheep they were shepherding lacked for nothing. That sounds like some old school parenting here, y'all, amen? See, parents back in the day made sure that we wanted for nothing, amen? They supplied our needs, hallelujah, for, for it was the shepherd's duty to provide everything that the sheep needed. See, when the sheep needed food, it was the shepherd who provided it. Uh, when the sh sheep needed treatment for a snake bite, it was the shepherd who provided the treatment. Uh, when the sheep needed water to drink, it was the shepherd who provided the place for them to get the drink. Hallelujah. See, it's, it's, it's your shepherd who can provide you strength. It's your shepherd who can provide you with hope. It's your shepherd who has provided afford you everything you need, my God, when you needed it the most. When you were about to throw in the towel, it was the shepherd who showed up and gave you exactly what you needed. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. See, when we submit to the fact we are sheep in need of a shepherd, we gain the privilege of being able to tap into the provisions of God that will cause us not to lack nothing, anything, but in everything provided for us, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And give thanks to God for everything and anything he has provided for you in this season of thanksgiving should be where your praise begins. Just think about how God has provided for you, in spite of you. Your praise should begin right there because he has done some amazing things in your life to provide for you exactly what you need, even though we're so undeserving. See, that's when his grace kicks in as the shepherd. Be I'm getting ahead of myself, but I got to say it. Because you know sheep go astray, y'all. Hallelujah. And sometimes the shepherd has to go. I know he gets mad sometimes. I got to go chase these old nasty sheep out. But he does it, y'all. Hallelujah. 
just like the shepherd of our souls. He chases after us and provides for us in spite of us. We need a shepherd like that. Jesus is a shepherd that provides. But now, 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 due to life's sometimes being overwhelming, as sheep who work and operate in environments that can bring about stress and strain, amen? Come on, I heard somebody looked at me funny. Yeah, as, as sheep, as believers, sometimes we go through stress. Sometimes we go through strain. Come on, look at some of the environments we are in. We work in, hallelujah, we live in, we can be stressful and strainful, amen? See, therefore, we need a shepherd, oh my God, that can pamper us, that we experience some relief and relaxation on this side of heaven. And according to what David makes note of in verse 2, it's a shepherd who can supply the pampering we need. But David said, he makes me lie down in green pastures. You see, it's the shepherd of the sheep who pampers us by directing the sheep to lie down, uh, take a break, uh, get off your feet, clear your mind, and allow me, the good shepherd, to pamper you in a place that is described in Hebrew as pastures of tender grass. Amen? Yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm in the grass, y'all. Amen? All the work can attest to that. I, I like my grass to be nice at the house and tender that I can lay down and then spread. Jesus wants us as sheep to experience some relaxation. So he lays us down, hallelujah, in green pastures that supports and signifies the comfort of God's hand pampering you as a shepherd full of extreme care and affection just for you. Hallelujah. See, if nobody loves you as a sheep, Jesus does. So much to help pamper you. Now, this pampering by the shepherd in this particular setting may be something new for you as a sheep. For, for prior to coming to the Lord Jesus, uh, uh, the people you associated with were those who pushed, uh, uh, picked, punched, and persuaded you to do things that brought about conflict and disorder in your life. But today, by the mercies of God, I declare that you be receptive to the shepherd's pampering, that you can experience his loving care that is just for you. We need a shepherd that pampers us. Hallelujah. If you look at the text, he says, he makes us lie down. You see, sometimes we're ripping and we're running and we're running and we're ripping that sheep that the Lord has to make us lay down. And he does it by any means necessary that he can pamper us. Come on, sometimes you, he'll allow you to get sick that he can pamper you. Love on you because you're ripping and running as a sheep to do this and to do that. I, I encourage you when this happens, let the Lord pamper you as your shepherd. Come on, we, we, we also need a shepherd that leads us to a place of peace. Anybody need some peace this morning? Hallelujah. That's P-E-A-C-E. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about a piece of that sweet potato pie you're going to 
get on. Uh, no, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. David said, he leads me beside the still waters. Sheep by nature are helpless creatures, y'all, that depend on the shepherd to lead them to water. And because the shepherd knows his sheep, he knows that water that is rapid and its current is strong will keep his sheep from drinking because they're full of fear. So what the shepherd does and his obligation is to find, his obligation, I got to say, his obligation is to find and lead his sheep to a stream, lake, or pond that is calm, still, and peaceful, that the sheep he is shepherding may become refreshed and nourished by the water that flows from the streams. Jesus, our good shepherd, wants the same for us as his sheep. But in order for us to be led to this place of peace, this place of calm, this place of refreshing and nourishment uh, that the Lord has ordained for us to experience in this life, we will have to learn how to depend, totally depend on our shepherd leading us there as he navigates us through the things in life that try to pulverize us and our peace that we may experience chaos. Hallelujah. So you see, if our shepherd wants to lead us to a place of peace, it will be Satan who wants to lead us to a culture of chaos. That's why you got to know something about the enemy. But I think it's even more important to know something about your shepherd. Hallelujah. Yeah, he will give you what you need to nourish you. Hallelujah. But because sheep who purposely put their trust in the shepherd are guaranteed to become recipients of perfect peace in their lives, according to Isaiah 26 and 3. For you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Look at this. Because he trusts in you. Yes, sheep trust in the shepherd. And because of that, they're able to be led by the shepherd. And he's a good shepherd. Come on, he's not a whack shepherd. He's not a mean shepherd. He's a good shepherd who wants to lead you. But you got to be able, you got to be willing to be led. That means you got to lay down some stuff. You got to lay down your agenda sometimes. You got to lay down your pride. You got to lay down some that you can be led by the shepherd. We need a shepherd that will lead us to a place of peace. But we also need a shepherd that has the power to affect our inward man. For David says, he restores my soul. <laughs> See, thus far we have seen that we have a shepherd that is concerned about our outward man through supplying us with a personal relationship, provision for our needs, pampering for our problems, as well as placing us in a place of peace. But here David makes it known to us that the Lord, his shepherd, has concern about his inward man. Uh, to the point the Lord, his shepherd, unleashes his power to revive, renew, and restore his soul. See, if we were honest this morning, 
Oh, my God. We would all agree that we need a shepherd like that as sheep. Because there are times in this walk and relationship with God that our soul, our inward man that is being renewed day by day according to 2 Corinthians 4 and 16. Therefore, we do not lose heart even though our outward man is perishing. Yet our inward man is being renewed day by day. But check this out, y'all. There are some times, I mean every now and then, that our soul becomes weary and worn from serving. Preaching, teaching, counseling, listening, and bearing the burdens of others. You see, that's when we, too, like David, need a restore. We need a reset, a refreshing of our soul because I found out that we're not super Christians that we thought we were. Oh, my God. But, but, but sheep who need a shepherd that has the power, the resurrection power that can restore our souls. Amen. See, I'm banking on this sheep because he has some power to resurrect some stuff because his name is Jesus and he was the one who was resurrected from the grave. Hallelujah. That, that, that we not grow weary in doing well, but stay the course that in due season we will reap what we have sown. We need a shepherd, y'all, that has the power to affect our inward man. That when you see our outward man thriving, and serving God's plan and purpose for our lives, you know it's only by the mercy and goodness of God. Yeah, you know you only are able to do what you do because God's mercies are all on you, around you, and in you as a sheep in need of a shepherd. But we also look at this, are we running through it? We need a shepherd that points us in the path of living right. Look at verse 3. He said, he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. We serve a shepherd who wants to guide us in how to live right. Oh, my God. See, we as sheep find ourselves living in a wicked and perverse generation where mankind has become lovers of themselves. And it shows in their lifestyles and how they live according to the prince of the power of the air. And if we're not careful as sheep, if we're not cautious as sheep, we too can get caught up in living just like the world, looking just like the world, doing things just like the world. Because if you didn't know, one of the major traits of a sheep is that they are followers. Oh, my God. And because of their lack of intelligence strength and courage they will follow what looks good oh my god smells good and tastes good but isn't good for them so it's imperative that sheep link up with a good shepherd ah, a loving shepherd that where the shepherd leads them their lives will be blessed fortified and built up that they can look bless other sheep and bring in other sheep to the sheepfold that they can know who this good shepherd really is. When's the last time you talked to some other sheep? 
and told them about the goodness of the shepherd and led them into a relationship or a stronger relationship with the shepherd. When's the last time you talked to some folk that aren't sheep that you can see they need to be sheep because how they live and how they... We need to be sheep, y'all, that are open to share information, intel about our shepherd. We who have submitted to being sheep need the same type of shepherd. And we find that in Jesus Christ. Man, Jesus Christ is something else, y'all. Oh, my God. Man, man, he, he's the one that loves us and loved us when we didn't love ourselves. He's the one that died for us when we didn't. Jesus is something else. He's a, a shepherd, y'all, like no other shepherd before. Hallelujah. When we submit to being sheep that need the same type of shepherd, and we find that in Jesus Christ for as our good shepherd, he, through his word, points us in the path of righteousness, which encompasses moral living, ethical living, upright living, divine living, integrity living. Hallelujah. That means when they tell you 30 minutes for your break, you don't come back in 45. Because you're a sheep living righteously for the Lord. Hallelujah. That means when they give you too much change at Walmart, you don't walk out the store saying I'm blessed. No, you go back and give the change. Because as sheep, God wants us to live righteous. Because his name's on the line. David said for his name's sake. We are the name, oh my God, as sheep living righteously, we are the namesake of Jesus Christ. When folks see us, they see the namesake. And the namesakes are representatives of the shepherd we serve. Hallelujah. You know you are a representative of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah you are his namesake. We are his trophies. Hallelujah. Therefore, we need to act right. Do right. And even more importantly, live right. When we as sheep that are prone to follow make the choice to follow the path that our shepherd points us to, we can live right and worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ that will encourage other sheep and even those in the world to live in a way that pleases the Lord. You know, as sheep, folk be checking y'all out. Yeah, you know, because we some sharp sheep. Yeah, folk be checking out how you live on the, in your development, on your job. They, look, 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 they, they listen to the stuff you say. Hallelujah. I'm, I, I was at work one night, y'all, and, and, and I, said, I said, darn. The sister th thought I said the other word. She was on me, y'all. I heard you. I said, sis. I said, I said, darn. Because they're watching us as sheep. So we got to be careful what we say and what we do and what we display as sheep. We need a shepherd that points us in the path of living. You want to live right this morning. Let God, the shepherd, Jesus Christ, point you, lead you to a path of righteousness for his name's sake. Look, we almost done, y'all. We need a shepherd that will partner and protect us. I 
when I, I know we all watch the news and we see the, the, the havoc that's going on in the news. We just saw the trial of the young man who murdered some folk. And you see, we, we need protection from stuff like that. That's she. Hallelujah. That's why David says, Yo, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. See, David, who was a man of war. You got to check this, y'all. He's a man of war. Used to, used to live in life, experience life in death situations. And here in verse 4, one of the most memorable verses, he gives us some intel on how as sheep, he was able to make it through many of his difficult days. David starts out by giving us his posture, which is walking, as well as his geographic position, which is in the valley of the shadow of death. Come on, that sounds alarming, y'all. He's walking in the shadow of the valley of death. This could probably be on the CW, one of those scary... But look at what David's proclamation says. He says, I'm in this valley of the shadow of death, but I will fear no evil. See, that's a bold proclamation while in his position. But David was able to make this bold and brash proclamation because he was a sheep being led by a shepherd that partnered with him in the midst of his valley of the shadow of death experience. For David goes on to say, for you are with me. Yeah, yeah, if, if, if I was down in South Philly, I would say, Jesus, you got my back. Hallelujah. See, isn't it good to know you and I serve a shepherd that will partner with us in difficult situations that we can walk ah, and talk our way through it without being full of fear because he's right beside us. Come on, when you, next time you get in that difficult situation, begin to walk upright and begin to talk, hallelujah. And, and, and I guarantee the shepherd will give you the comfort you need. And according to David, the shepherd's partnering comes with some protection. For David says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Ah. See, the rod was used to count the sheep. Yeah, see, we serve a shepherd that's orderly. Yeah, it was used to count the sheep to see how many sheep was with him, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But the staff was used to protect the sheep from harm. And Jesus Christ, our good shepherd, continues to protect us as he partners with us and we partner with him in times of difficulty and attack by the enemy. See, as a sheep, because of our, uh, the lack of intelligence and the lack of strength and courage, the, the enemy uh, oftentimes tries to pick on us and discourage us to the point we want to give up. But that's when the shepherd of our souls, Jesus Christ, steps in with the, with the rod and begins to 
get rid of the enemy. Hallelujah. The enemy's out of your life. The, the enemies of substance, he comes in and with the rod and, and gets rid of the, the stuff that's trying to take you down as a sheep. We need a shepherd that partners and protects us. And we find that in Jesus Christ, our Lord. But we also need a shepherd that will promote praise in the presence of our enemies and adversaries. Oh, look, 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 verse five says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Look at this, y'all. I had to dig deep for this one. David, the king of Israel, was familiar with a table of plenty being set before him to feast upon as a king. And during those times, King David would take time to give praise to God for his abundant goodness towards him. Amen? See, that's why we pray over our food. Yeah, we're giving God thanks for his abundance goodness, abundant goodness towards us in spite of us. That's why we pray and thank God for his traveling mercies because they are his abundant grace over us. See, see, even while David's enemies were seeking to destroy him, David was able to sit at the table and give God praise and thanks for what the Lord had given him. See, and here in the text, he reminded of that as he shares with us that on purpose and with purpose, the shepherd prepares a table of plenty for him that it promote the action of praise from David while in the very presence of his enemies. Because David was a man of war, he made a lot of enemies, y'all. Amen? You see, the shepherd doesn't want your praise as a sheep to be non-existence because of the presence of enemies in your life. Yeah, yeah, you got some folk that may not care for you, may not, but that shouldn't damper your praise as a sheep. Because God prepares stuff for you in their presence that he may get the praise and they be confused about why you're praising God, why you're in the. God wants us to praise him in the midst of our enemy, adversities and things don't look right. Hallelujah. Any praisers in the house this morning? who will praise God in the midst of difficult days and difficult situations and in the midst of enemies who don't care for you. When you do, God gets the glory. So he will, the shepherd, uh, prepare for you what will promote and prompt you to give him praise that he deserves and desires. Hallelujah. Despite your adversaries being in your presence, and despite the adversity we encounter as sheep, the Lord, the great shepherd of the sheep, wants you to lift up the power of praise in the face of your enemies, that they may realize that praise is what you do. Yeah, that should be a part of our makeup. That should be our MO. That should be on our license plate. Praise is what I do. And if you put it on your license plate, that means you can't be driving crazy and cussing folk out when they cut you off on 95. Yeah, because I found out that folks with, with, with stuff like that on their, on their cars, they something else when they driving. I had to take mine off. 
had to take it off. Your yeah, I was, yeah, it was a big one too. I'm, but we're almost done. We're almost done. We're coming to close, y'all. We're coming to close. Look, we need a shepherd, look, that will pledge favor over our future. Oh, my God. He cares so much about us that he'll pledge favor over our future. Look, look what he said. He says, you anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. See, our children that we pour into and pray for are our future leaders. And as future leaders, having the favor of God on their side will guarantee success in all that they set out to do. Amen. That's why I love that couple in here. That, that, that new married couple, I love that couple, man, because they're striving for success in the Lord. You could tell that God is on their side because they're future leaders and that their parents and their pastor has poured into them. Yeah, I'm talking about Caitlin and Boaz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God has a future for y'all. In the kingdom of God, in ministry, because he has anointed you with some oil. Oh, my God. And David, a prime recipient of the Lord's favor over his future, reveals to us what the shepherd supplies for this to be accomplished in the life of his sheep. We are his sheep. Hallelujah. And it's the anointing of oil by the shepherd, which symbolizes a pledge of favor over the future of the one being anointed. Thank you. Come on, man. When when Nathan went to David and he anointed him, it was for future favor as the king of Israel. It didn't kick in right there, but it was for future a shepherd has anointed us for future success. But what I love about the shepherd, he's so good, that his anointing sometimes doesn't even get to the future. That anointing, it starts right now as a sheep being led by the shepherd. We need a shepherd that will pledge favor over our future through his anointing that has the power to break the yokes in our lives that will try to crush our future as sheep striving for perfection. But also we need a shepherd that will dispatch permanent patrols to pursue us. Come on, we need a, we need a shepherd that looks out for us so much that he'll dispatch permanent patrols to pursue us. Verse 6, y'all, we, we almost done. I said that a few minutes ago, didn't I? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. See, a shepherd's care for his sheep is special. So special that it's recorded in the Gospels of Matthew and Luke that if a shepherd has a hundred sheep and one becomes lost, he will leave the 99 sheep to go after the one that is lost. See, we were once that lost sheep. Uh, And Jesus, the shepherd of our souls, took the time to find us. Oh, my God. Look, look, he found some of us in crack houses. He found some of us in brothels. He found some of us in bars, but he came and found us as the shepherd, my God. And he saved us. He saves you first, right? Yeah, he'll take you off the market of sin. So when he goes to get you, he's going to save you first. That, that, that you won't be sinful anymore. 
Then after he saves you, he begins to change you. Hallelujah. He begins to take out all that ugly stuff inside of you, the muck and the mire that we came from. He'll change you. And my God, then, then he has the audacity to use you. In spite of where you came from, the shepherd takes the sheep, saves the sheep, changes the sheep, and then uses the sheep for his glory. Hallelujah. Are you a sheep being used for God's glory? He does it just for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see the connection and care that the shepherd has for you as his sheep is rooted deeply in love. That it causes Jesus, our shepherd, to an everlasting relationship with us that is secured by his agents that represent decency, virtue, honesty, Compassion and pardon. See, they, they are assigned to patrol and pursue us all the days of our life. So sometimes when you're walking at night, don't be scared. It's just grace and goodness and mercy following you as you take the trash out all the days of your life. Hallelujah. Yeah, when, when, when things get rough, know that it's Goodness and mercy, decency, virtue and honesty, compassion and pardon you, following you all the days of your life. It refers to them as goodness and mercy. And as sheep who have been known to go astray, we need pardon mercy. We need protection, protecting mercy, sustaining mercy, and the supplying mercy of God to overshadow our lives. Hallelujah. And in return for the love, care, guidance, support, protection, and overwhelming concern for us as his sheep, we should, like David, promise to do what we are doing right now, which is dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, I must make this note. That doesn't mean we should uh, uh, lock ourselves in the sanctuary and not venture beyond the four walls of the church. The church, the house of God that we dwell in right now, should be our hub for worship. And outside these walls is where we should be motivated to go share the help and hope of Jesus Christ to a dying world. And as sheep led by a loving shepherd, we can do it. We need a shepherd, y'all, a shepherd that supplies. And we are so blessed as believers to have submitted to being sheep that find that type of shepherd in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Will you this day allow the Lord to shepherd you as a sheep? For we need a shepherd, and a shepherd is Jesus Christ. God, we thank you. God, we honor you today. We thank you, Lord, for all you have.